Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of Chase What Brings You Happiness. And in today's episode it's kind of, uh, well it's completely a different topic that I, I originally wanted to record a, uh, a podcast on productivity and um, I will record that at a later episode but this morning while I was walking I had this idea come to mind and I couldn't get it out of my head and I want to make a, a podcast episode about it. And the the topic for today's episode is how to be happier. And the reason why I want to record this is because I've lately I've seen um, I've seen a lot of statuses posts on social media from my friends saying that um, you know they're not well at least seeing that they're not in a an ideal place. They don't want they they're not at the place where they want to be. And I'm not judging here at all. It, it kind of inspired me the reason why I want to record this podcast, uh, this topic, and and uh, to start off, I I guess I want to give you a context on how this uh, how these ideas came to mind and how I've developed them over the years. So looking back here, I think it was seven. Maybe eight, maybe maybe even nine years ago, uh, I was still in college at that time, and uh, you know I went through I went through a lot during that time. I had my heart broken. I I had empty basically an empty wallet, some days, some nights, empty stomach. So it really it really was a tough time for me while I was there. But the, I think the most important part is when I went through depression, when I was about, I think about 18, or probably no, probably like 19 to probably 21 years old, that's when I, I guess, had the, the depression. At first, I didn't really recognize it as depression. I didn't, I didn't know or I wasn't aware, but it slowly, slowly crept in planted its seeds in my mind and and slowly eating me away like eating my soul away eating my happiness away and I wanted to share my experience with you share my thoughts on how I how I pulled myself from that position from depression and at that time I didn't really know who to reach out to because this is the first time that I experienced this and to be honest I wasn't aware that I was experiencing it until it almost killed me one day. So in in high school, I had this big crust uh, on this girl. Basically, like literally the first day of school when I first moved down south. The first day of school I saw her, that's when I had these feelings for her. I had a big crust over her. And, <clears throat> and I kind of... I kind of stopped myself from actually taking that next step forward with her because in my mind at that time I felt like I wasn't uh, I wasn't good enough. I wasn't smart enough. I wasn't funny enough, whatever hundreds of other reasons why I wasn't enough for her. And eventually I kind I lied to myself. I lied to myself saying that no, it's okay. 
it's okay like she deserves someone better uh i'm not good enough you know i'm not smart enough she won't be interested and that's the lie that i told myself and i did try then i tried to pretend to be okay with it in front of her and around her and i didn't know that i was planting a seed in me that eventually would lead towards my near-death experience just a couple of years down the road and that's when i kind of had my big my big uh, heartbreak i would say that started the path that uh, that was leading me down to a place where i didn't want to be and that was depression and the reason why it started for me why is why i started being depressed is because of, of having that idea of what if what if i what if i asked her out what if i did this what if i learned this what if i read this what if i traveled here just what if i made myself more interesting so that way she could be interested in me it's all started with a thought of what if and then eventually why didn't i do it and I started questioning myself, then I started doubting myself, and it went on and on and on until I found myself being depressed. And, you know, it's still, it's still hard for me to look back at this moment in my life because it's a, it's a very difficult moment for sure. Um, feeling numb, feeling emotionless, uh, not feeling happy toxic mindset negative mindset and the way i dealt with uh, depression is by turning towards food and uh after after years after this um i found out that that's one of the ways that people tend to i guess suppress or numb the feeling of depression is towards food you know there's others that turn to alcohol and drugs and mine was towards food and eventually, I guess I started eating and eating and eating until I was probably close to, if not over, 550 pounds. That was the uh, the biggest that I ever got in my life. I I used to fit 8XL shirts at that time and probably close to 60 uh, on, the, uh, on the waist. So that was the... Uh, the lowest that I ever gotten in my life ever is at that time where I was overweight by 150, 200 pounds. And, and then eventually, and I still remember this uh, memory like it happened yesterday. It was a Friday afternoon. I didn't have class that day. I just had lunch with my, with my mother and I decided to go lay down in my bed for a bit i think um no yeah i was thinking of taking a power nap for the afternoon so i laid there in my bed all alone my mom was still in the uh, living room area and i was the only one in the uh, in my room which is in which is on the third floor of the house and i was laying there turned on my music to uh, relaxing music to to relax and then all of a sudden it, my chest started to do like a, a big pump like my heart did like a big pump in my head my, my heart in my chest 
and it felt weird it felt weird and then and then i felt my heart starting to beat slower having a hard time just to beat and i was laying there and i couldn't move at all i couldn't scream i physically couldn't move i just laid there with my thoughts and slowly and slowly my vision started to turn dark starting from the outside going in it was getting darker and darker and my i could feel my heart trying its best to beat uh, so it started beating slower and slower and then i started to notice myself that i wasn't breathing and my chest wasn't moving and my vision got darker and darker and then out of nowhere a miracle happened my heart actually started beating like it gave i guess one last big pump and with that pump it allowed me to have this short burst of energy and immediately i woke up and i just sat on my bed and i felt my heart afterwards beating faster and faster while i was sitting there and taking taking in air like i was just it felt like i was drowning my vision became clear again and that was a big turnaround turnaround point for my life and reflecting from this experience in my life of being depressed how it felt to be basically emotionless I didn't have any emotions. I didn't feel happy. I did put on a put on a mask when I went to go to classes. I put on a mask to have a a fake smile, but deep down inside, I was crying out for help, and I didn't know how to do that. And doing reflections after all these years, I wanted to I want to share. <clears throat> sorry about that. I wanted to share my. The, the tools, the thought processes, the routines that I've used over the years to help myself get better, overcome depression, uh, be happier. Ultimately, that was the, the new goal for me, was to be happier. I didn't really care. Oh, at the beginning, uh, to me, being, I guess, feeling happier, I attached my happiness on external things that I couldn't control. So I attached my happiness on how much money that I had in the bank, what kind of car I was driving, what kind of house I was living, what kind of certificates and diplomas that I was getting. Basically external things that I didn't really have any control over. And I believe that's a that's still true today to many people that they you know, they attach their happiness, their self-worth, their identity on external things that they can't control. A lot of people go into relationships trying to be happy or happier, and that never turns out well. I've seen many, many friends, you know, go into a relationship where they say on, on Facebook that they're happy, that they're in a relationship, but then something doesn't work out and they break up and that that person is devastated from that breakup because she attached her happiness her i'm, I'm not <laughs> i'm not specifically that uh 
targeting someone. It's just, I'm just saying her, him. They target, I mean, they attach their happiness. They attach their self-worth. And they attach thinking that just being in a relationship with someone will make them happier. And to a certain degree, it's true. that a per- When you find that person that you can just be yourself, around, be yourself when they're around, you're, they will bring you more happiness. But here's what I've learned. And... I guess I'll say this is the first point. The first thing that I've learned when someone wants to be more happier or wants to develop ha- happiness in their own lives, uh, that is that happiness comes from within. Happiness comes from within. It's your own responsibility to be happy. And that's the a hard, tough pill that I had to swallow when I first started my when I first really started my personal development over, I don't know, over eight, nine years, maybe close to 10 years now, is having the strength or having the wisdom or having the self-awareness to put aside my ego and to be able to understand and accept and adapt that it's my own responsibility and it's only my responsibility to be happy in life. So it took me a while to it took me a while to accept this fact, this truth that it's I determine my own happiness. I don't need someone or I don't want someone uh, to to bring me happiness. It's my happiness and I've managed to do a certain things to develop this happiness, this kind of mindset and accepting that it's my own responsibility. And a lot of people put that responsibility on other people that are in their in that are in a relationship with. And it's a very at least in my opinion, it's a very toxic, it's very selfish thing to do. It's putting your own happiness and depending on that person to make you happy it's not their job to to make you happy it's your job to make yourself happy so that's the the first tough pill that i had to swallow is understanding and being willing to put my ego aside you know when i first heard of this uh this this idea of that my happiness is my own it was really tough. I had, I had that little voice in my head like this person doesn't know what he's saying. Uh, this 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 is just this fake this is fake news. <laughs> that's that's was that's what I was saying to myself when I first heard of this, and and I understand like no one teaches us these things. No one there was no class on uh, on how to be happy, uh, how to be more happy, or how to develop the ha- happiness habits. And it was the first thing that I had to do is accept the fact that it's my own, it's in my hands to be my, to be, to be happy. And then eventually that's where I started to do more research, experiment, certain stuff that, uh, certain techniques that, um, that basically the main goal was to, how can I improve my happiness? So that's the first one, accept. Accept responsibility of your own happiness. It is your job alone to 
to develop this happiness within you. It starts, it starts within you. And the next thing, the next thing, the next technique that I want to share with you that really helped me develop my happiness. Again, this will take time. Uh, the things that I'm going to share, uh, I've practiced them for the past probably over five years, six, seven years. And it will take time, but they do help. And that next thing is having a gratitude a journal. I almost said general. A gratitude journal. And this one is, uh, it's very simple, very powerful, but it will take time. And I encourage you to do research on just being grateful. Do research on gratitude on Google and we'll it will show you millions of millions of articles, blogs, videos, research, case case studies that have been done. But I'm telling you, gratitude is is uh, is very helpful. It will help you develop your happiness. And I'll give you my my point of view, my opinion on what I've learned about being grateful. And again, I encourage you to do your own research, but. To me, gratitude is, um, you know, it's taking some time at the beginning of the day to just be thankful for what you have. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people, including myself before this is, I would always say, I'll be happy when I have this. I'll be happy when I have that. That kind of idea is a, in a way that you're, delaying your happiness until I get $1 million in the bank, until I drive a Lamborghini, until I live in a big mansion, then I will happy. Then that's a very toxic thing to do for yourself, especially if you want to be happier. That will rob you from your happiness. You're delaying your ha to be happy for, for a future goal that you may or may not uh, accomplish. And I'm not trying to be negative here. All I'm saying is being grateful and having a gratitude journal that you write in every day. This allows you to be thankful for the things that you actually have and being happy in that moment. That's the power that brings when you have a gratitude journal is being able to be grateful, to be thankful and to be aware at the moment with the things you have. And if you put that into... If you put life in perspective, you know, there's a lot of things that you don't really need per se. If you do, if you're grateful for the things you have, you're allowing yourself to be happy in that moment. I'm not saying to be, uh, I'm not saying that to, to uh, kind of like settle down or be, be, be content with your life. So you can have goals, you can have big goals. If you want to drive a specific type of car, if you want to live in a, a location, if you want to make X number of money, go for it. But all I'm saying is to not delay your happiness and, uh, and have that mindset until I have this, then I'll be happy. Having a gratitude, gratitude journal will help you with that and being present in the moment and being thankful what you do have today. Because a lot of people... A lot of people, what you have, a lot of people is like they don't have it. They don't. That's their goal of what what we have. 
Some people don't have clean drinking water. Some people don't have uh, clothes to wear. Some people don't have a proper bed to sleep on. Some people don't have the proper food to eat. And it's all in perspective. This helps you develop your happiness and this helps you develop your perspective as well. And I guarantee you, it's going to help you develop happiness over time. And I'll just end off by saying the uh, the way I do it is in the mornings I wake up, I journal, and I just ask myself, today I'm grateful for, and I just write down three things that I'm grateful for every day, every morning. And uh, you can do it twice a day if you want, once you wake up and once you before, once before you go to bed. So... That's how I do my gratitude journal. So I encourage you to pick up a a a notebook, a pencil, a pen, and just start writing three things that you're grateful for every day. And I promise you, it will help you develop your your happiness. And the next thing that I want to share is um, is this one again. It's pretty simple. It's some people find it hard, but it's it's an essential ingredient, I would say, and that is exercising, working out. And I know a lot of people have a difficulty working out. I get it. We, we have those days when we feel lazy, but I promise you there's a whole, there's a bunch of research done to back up the, uh, the, the science, the benefits of exercising, of working out, having a, root, a workout routine. And I encourage you, to, again, to do the research, and you will see millions of articles on it. Uh, research has been done but to me in my personal experience working out i always feel better after working out and there are times where i didn't i don't want to wake up certain days or i don't feel like working out and and uh, when i do work out i always feel like always 100 percent after the workout i feel better i feel more awake more aware uh, more focused and more and feel more happier after every workout and i can you know i can list all the benefits of uh, working out exercising the reasons why the reasons why i exercise are those exact reasons is because i feel better and i feel good after working out so it has many benefits but for me the main reason the main ones would be is it helps me with my mind it helps me clear, think clearer, be more focused, be more productive. And also I read in research that said uh, it helped me with my brain development. So I I feel like a, I can absorb more information and I remember more by by working out. And the, then the health benefits, obviously, to, to be healthier, just overall general. And also... I feel, like I said, I feel better. Like my emotions, I just feel happier when after exercising. So again, I encourage you to do your own research on uh, on exercising and working out and establishing a routine uh, of uh, working out. And again, I promise you, it will help you feel better, think better, and ultimately be happier. And the next thing that I want to... The next point I wanted to share with you, and this is something that I've been experimenting. This is kind of new in my life, and that is basically eating healthier. 
eating healthy foods and uh and i'll be the first one to admit that i still have a still have a, a, a difficult time controlling what i eat but more recently i've tried to have more home-cooked meals and the reason why i say to eat healthier i've read this in a in a book that i uh that i learned about and uh, and it said and the, and the guy that wrote the book basically said that our stomach the the uh, the happy i guess the happy chemicals that we release in our bodies is uh the majority of people think that that happiness that happiness chemical that releases uh from our minds from our brains from our body comes from our brain which is true but it's only 30 percent so the that that happiness chemical that comes from our body that we like that makes you feel happy 30 percent comes from the brain and before i read this i thought i thought uh that chemical was uh came from our brain a hundred percent and that's not the truth and the facts are 70 percent of that happiness chemical comes from your stomach so your the stomach i guess the uh, the lining in your stomach releases these uh these toxins these chemicals these hormones in your stomach uh, 70 percent of those 70 percent of your happiness chemical comes from your stomach so if you're eating if you're eating all you're eating is fast food and junk food and uh that's going to affect how i guess how you feel how to feel happier and again uh, this is very new to me and i've been practicing and 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 i'm going to say this it does work it does work for at least for me is i've noticed every time i eat uh, healthier throughout the day i do feel uh, happier and i do feel energized i do feel focused it has all these uh, positive benefits that come from eating healthier and it's something that i want to share and it's something that i'm still working on myself and still experimenting is i didn't know that our stomachs gave out 70 percent of the happiness uh, chemical that comes from our body and only 30 percent comes from our brain and i wanted to and i just wanted to share that it came into my mind i wanted to share that with you so really helps you you know think about think about eating healthier it, it's not only it's not only beneficial with your overall health and like losing weight and but also it helps you being more happy and that leads us to the next point and that next point is this one again is very simple and it's very powerful if you take the time to do it and that is creating a list of what makes you happy and creating a list of what what makes you unhappy or what drains you or what what drains your energy and it's a very simple exercise i've learned this uh in one of my online programs and the teacher encourages us to do to create a list of what makes us happy and the reason why you want to make this list is to be more aware of the things that make you happy 
And once you are aware of what things make you happy and unhappy is to do more of the stuff that brings you happiness and to obviously do less of the stuff that makes you unhappy. And it might sound like uh, a great a grade two, a grade three student could do this. And it's true. It's very simple. It will take maybe 10, 20 minutes to do so. And I encourage you to do it. It's uh, it's a very powerful exercise. And have that list in front of you uh, in your phone, in your iPad, in your laptop, or on your wall to create a list of what makes you happy and make the decision to do more stuff that brings you happiness, to do more stuff that, that make you happy. And for me, and I'll just give you a, a couple of mine, is once I realized this, once I did this, I realized that uh, what br- brought me happiness is when I play video games. That's, that's my, one of my things that make me happy is playing video games. Uh, the other thing too is when I when I play my music, so when I play my guitar, it brings me happiness. So I had these ideas written down on this piece of paper on this exercise, and it really helped me identify the things that make me happy. And I made that decision to do more of these. And it's pretty simple, and I think it's uh, pretty straightforward and self-explanatory. So create a list of what makes you happy and do more of them, and then create a list of things that make you unhappy and do less of those and i'll bring uh i got a couple more two or three points that i'm gonna three two or three points i'm gonna share then uh we'll bring it to an end with this episode so the next one that i want to share with you this one again is it will take time but i think it's uh powerful exercise to do and that is setting goals for yourself setting your life goals career goals setting personal development goals and asking yourself what do i want in life what do i want to achieve and the reason why i want to say this is because a lot of people just go through life kind of like just drifting through life and not really having a destination to go to or to aim at and by having goals in your life by setting goals for yourself in life this allows you to have a uh, in my opinion to have a map and to have a vision and to have a direction of where you want to take your life and really i want to encourage you again to take the time sit down grab a pen and paper and start writing down the things that you want to achieve in your life the things that you want to do and don't let don't let your current circumstances in your life right now to dictate or limit your your goals your dreams pretend that you have pretend that you have all the money you want so money is no issue you have all the money in your bank account you're not worried about money you can afford everything you want Take that into account and just start writing. Don't doubt yourself. Be be and act like a, a kid when you start writing down your goals. Dream. I pr- you, you can probably remember when you were younger, like we, we used to have like big dreams. 
I remember listening to my friends and family members saying that they wanted to do this, they wanted to do that, they wanted to make this kind of money. I want you have I want you to have that mindset when you when you're sitting down and writing down some life goals for yourself is to be a kid and don't let your current circumstances limit you from dreaming big and dream and write down what makes you feel happy write it all down don't uh, you don't have to show it to anyone this is this this exercise can be all you you don't have to share it with anyone but setting in goals for yourself in life is very important because if you don't have it life is just going to throw you away throw you any way it wants it's going to put you in positions where you don't necessarily want to be you want to have you're going to have work, careers, jobs, uh, experiences that you don't really, you don't really satisfied with. But if you have goals in life and you have that map in your hands, it's going to give you direction, and it's going to push you to develop yourself and to achieve those goals. Just because, just because you set your goals for yourself, doesn't mean they'll come true. That you you will need to take action and within those actions you will need to develop yourself it's going to it's going to force you to develop yourself you can by acquiring certain skills acquiring certain mindset acquiring you know certain degrees if you want to go to college or university it's going to require you to step out of your comfort zone and develop yourself so that you can achieve those goals so it's very important to set yourself to set some goals for yourself a lot of i know a lot of people don't have goals in life but if you just simply take the time and write them down i promise you it's going to help you it's going to help you take that first step forward and ultimately it, it will make you happier and i promise you that uh, the next point i don't want i wanted to share on how to develop happiness is to stop comparing yourself to other people. Stop caring about other people's opinion uh, about you. And this one is a tough one to do. Even for me, it was very tough. Is to stop comparing yourself to other people, other people's success. And stop comparing your, basically your whole life to other people's life. It's it's a uh, i can't even i can't uh it's very simple it's your life you can do whatever you want it is you can create it how you want and you have the power to do so it's just the moment that you compare yourself to someone else is the moment that you lose the opportunity to be happy in that moment you lose to be happy You've created this backwards momentum. Uh, you you kind of like demotivated yourself if you compare yourself to other people, other people's success, other people's other people's progress, other people's lives. So if you want to be happier in life, you got to stop comparing yourself to other people. And the other thing too is you got to stop yourself from caring of other people's opinions about you. This includes your friends. This includes your family. This includes strangers that that are that 
on the internet. You just got to stop caring. And the moment, I 100% believe this, the moment you stop caring about what other people think about you is the exact moment that you take power over your life. Because we take, we take other people's opinion too personally. Like for me, my thing was if I failed, people will talk about me and people will, people will think I'm a failure. And today, I don't care what they think. It's my failure and it's mine alone and I'll deal it with alone. It's my, it's my failure to learn. It's my own. I don't care about what the other people say about me or what they think about me. It's as long as I have the vision and the goals in my mind of what I want to achieve in life, their opinions doesn't matter to me. They don't even touch me anymore. Sir, they might still talk about me, but it's not my, it's not my fault. It's not my problem. It's not mine. It's not mine to put my focus, put my attention, put my energy and put my happiness on that. I'm very happy on what I'm doing. I failed many, many times throughout my entrepreneurial journey. I've learned a lot of things in my personal development. And today I can say that nothing nothing bothers me anymore what other people think about me or say about me. As long as I have, as long as I know who I am and where I want to go and what I want to do in life, I'm perfectly okay of letting them just talk. Because their opinions, they don't, they don't affect me. I don't let it dictate my life and then don't let it dictate how happy or unhappy I feel about that. So to develop your happiness, to be more happier in life, stop comparing yourself to other people and stop listening to the opinions of other people as well. And the last thing that I wanted to I want to share with you and we'll end on this note is taking the time to take care of internal traumatic experiences that you experience. And this is the truth for me today. And um, it's something that I want to share in another episode, but I want to tell you that uh, I've been experiencing and going through uh, PTSD and anxiety. And I wasn't aware I had PTSD and anxiety until I was probably... 26 years old and I didn't really know how to deal with them. I tried different different methods on on how to deal with these. And the reason why I wanted to heal from them in 2020 is because it's because I felt like I I would always hit like a a ceiling no matter what I do or what I did and and I felt like this was the next step for me is to heal from this traumatic events that I've experienced when I was younger and to heal from these. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's helping. It's helping. I've, uh, I've hired a therapist to help me deal with these and heal from these traumatic experiences. And it's been helping. I've been getting better and better and I've been feeling happier and happier. Before this, before reaching out for help, I didn't really know 
like I said, I didn't really know how to deal with them. I tried everything. I tried meditating by myself. I tried detaching myself from them. I tried bottling up the feelings that I was feeling, but every time they would just come back stronger. And now I feel like the intensity that they had over me is much slower than than they were before. I feel like I'm taking my personal power back once I once I've decided that I needed help to deal with these traumatic events that I've experienced in my life. And I encourage you, uh, encourage you, if you do have some sort of mental mental health issues, PTSD, anxiety, and you don't know how to deal with them, how to heal from them by yourself, I encourage you to reach out to uh, to a trained professional, a therapist, to help you with these uh, with these emotions. And I promise you. It's going to help. It's going to help. If you don't, the point I want to make is if you don't take the time and invest your energy, your attention, your focus, and maybe even your your money on dealing and healing from these traumatic events, they will always be there and they will always find their way to robbing you from the opportunity to develop happiness and to be happy in the present moment. Because as long as they're there and they're not dealt with, they'll always be in the back of your head, kind of like whispering into your ear, robbing you from being happy. So I want to encourage you, if you do have mental mental health in, uh, issues, uh, PTSD, depression, anxiety, and if you do need help, I encourage you to reach out to a therapist to help you, a trained professional. Because I think it's it's more beneficial it's more beneficial if you talk to someone that's trained to 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 deal with these kinds of uh, issues in life. But if you if you don't feel comfortable yet reaching out to someone to a, a trained professional, I encourage you at least to ha- to to talk about them to talk about them and you know identify someone that you that you can trust and have a conversation with that person and just take the time take the time to talk about them because it's going to help if you talk about them and bring them bring them out of the saddles I would say bring them out of the saddles and being able to establish that space where you can talk about them, bring them to life and expose them of what they are, it will help you that way. Also, another thing, another tool that I want to share with you that I used myself personally is writing them in a journal. Having a private journal that no one no one can see, it's only going to be for you and just write them down. There's no there's no no judgment from yourself. There's no structure on how you want to write them down. You can write them down in a way of uh, like you're having a conversation with someone or just bullet points, how you feel, what you want to do, all those type of stuff. It's it's what uh, my therapist called free form writing. Basically, just write any way you want could be in a music format, poem, 
poetry. Uh, like I said, ha- almost like having a conversation with someone or just kind of like talking to yourself. This is what I'm thinking. This is what I feel. Is there's no, there's no structure on how you can, how you should write. There's no structure on how you should feel. Just let everything out onto the piece of paper, and I promise you, it's going to uh, it's going to help you. First of all, identify those traumatic events that you've experienced in life, and also putting them on a piece of paper, kind of like releasing that energy from your mind or from your body, wherever you're feeling it. So I want to encourage you and share you that last point of it's very important to take care of yourself. Very important. So if you do have past traumatic events in life, I encourage you to reach out to professional health, professional, uh, uh, professional helper. And if you can, if you don't want to reach out, talk about them or write about them. I promise you, once you do that, you will start that process. You will start that journey on being healthier, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And by doing so, ultimately, at least it was for me, the goal was I wanted to be happier. I want to be more loving. And by by doing these exercises and by taking the time and investing my money on hiring a therapist to help me, it has really, really helped me become more happier. I'm proud to say today uh, I am happier now. And I'm still developing ways to be happier because to me, that's one of the goals in life is just to be happy. And I hope that's one of your goals as well, too. So with that being said, I know we've covered a lot of a lot of points, a lot of techniques, a lot of ideas that you can implement into your own life and experiment them that way you can develop happiness and to be happier in life and i'm going to finish off by just summarizing quickly what we talked about in this uh in this episode and we talk about uh taking happiness into your own hands it's your own responsibility and learn to put your ego aside and uh accept the fact that happiness is internal it comes from you you have to develop it yourself don't attach your happiness self-worth to external things that you can't control this includes people and relationships the second thing we talk about is having a gratitude journal every day writing it three things that you're grateful for that day exercise workout establish a routine that you can uh, follow throughout the week Eating healthier, so like I said, for me it was home-cooked meals, uh, less takeout food, less junk food, and uh, eating healthier, it helps you, I guess it helps your body and your mind release that happiness chemical that you have inside of you. Uh, Create a list of the things that make you happy and create a list that makes you unhappy and do the things that make you happy and do less of the things that make you unhappy. Setting goals for yourself, like I said, if you don't have goals in life, life will just throw you wherever wherever it throws you. And sometimes, and most times I would say, 
you'll end up somewhere that you're not happy. So I suggest you to really take the time to sit down and set goals for yourself and create that map or direction for yourself and create your own happiness that way. Uh, the next thing we talked about is stop comparing yourself to other people and stop caring about other people's opinion about you. Uh, once you once you stop doing those, I promise you, it will help you be happier. It will help you develop that happiness in you. And the last thing we talked about is taking care of yourself. So if you have any past traumatic events that you need to deal with, that you need to heal from, I encourage you to do so. As long as they're there, I believe that it will rob you from the opportunity to be happy and to develop happiness in your life. Reach out to a professional to help you, uh, help you deal with these if you don't know how to. Talk about them and write about them. And I promise you, if you do those in... It will help you be happy in life. So with that being said, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I know it's a little bit longer than my my other episodes. I just wanted to take time and really share what I've what I've practiced myself in my own life. And I want to encourage you to experiment with these what I've practiced. Do your research because there's other ways that you can that you can improve yourself and that you can develop your happiness. These are just my experiences, my opinions, and my point of view on how to develop happiness and ultimately how to be happier in life. So I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this. I want to thank you for your attention. And if if I brought you value, great. That's the reason why I started doing this podcast. If I didn't, and then uh, unfortunately, there's nothing much I can do but continue recording my podcast and hopefully bring you uh, value in other episodes. So I want to ask you something. I want you, if you, if you got some value from this episode, if you got uh, some good notes, can you can I ask you to share this episode with someone that you think that might be beneficial for them? Because I know at least in my reason, it's not really talked about. Like the mental health issues, depression, PTSD, anxiety, it's not really talked about. There's no, there's no, um, I would say, an ongoing outreach program to help people deal with these and heal from these, uh, from these uh, experiences. So if you did get some value out of it or got some good notes, can you share this episode with a friend or two and let them know how what kind of value you got from this episode you know it helps not only it helps them but also it helps me spread this message and spread the awareness of you know how to be happier in life and how to take care of the internal trauma that we've been that been that we've been hiding or keeping down in a deep uh, deep deep dark place within us so that's what I wanted to ask you. That's my ask for today's episode. So with that being said, I'll see you on the next episode of Chase What Brings You Happiness. I'm your host, Philip Manawasis, and I'll talk to you at the next episode. Bye.